Welcome back to In Ohio Country Today podcast, part of the In Ohio Country Today TV show. And I'm Dan Wilson, and this week our guest is Christy Myers. She's the communications manager at FFA National Headquarters in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana. We just finished up FFA week, so we'll be talking about all the wonderful things that our FFA students do across the nation and, of course, here in the Buckeye State. We'll be talking about their convention, a little bit of history, too, including those iconic blue jackets that are made right here in Ohio at Universal Lettering up in Van Wert, Ohio. Lots to talk about with Christy Meyer, our guest from FFA, this week in Ohio Country Today. Rodak and Midway Trailers are Ohio's premier Thunder Creek dealers for fuel trailers and death delivery systems. Thunder Creek offers versatile, reliable, and best of all, legal transportation and handling for fuel and death systems. Let us know how our teams at Midway Trailers in Rodak can get you set up and ready any time of the year for fuel and service trailers, economy trailers, service and lube trailers, double wall trailers, split tank trailers, bulk death trailers, and standalone death systems for trucks. Remember, Rodok and Midway Trailers, Ohio's premier Thunder Creek dealer, with three locations to serve you in Delphus, St. Mary's, and Dayton. Harvest starts here with proper tillage from Great Plains, available at your local Apple Farm Service. Great Plains understands the true agronomic potential in every machine that comes off their line. Stop by your local Apple Farm Service to learn what Great Plains solutions we offer. Alan Davis, business owner, active farmer. No one knows farmers' needs better than Alan. Give him a call today at 419-738-7447 and talk about total farm protection and more. Alan Davis Insurance Agency is your solutions provider for auto, home, life, business, recreational, total farm protection, and more. Call 419-738-7447. That's 419-738-7447. Welcome back to In Ohio Country Today podcast, part of the In Ohio Country Today TV show. And our guest today is Christy Meyer. Christy is the communications manager for FFA. Christy, how are you doing this morning? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for joining us. Of course, this week we're celebrating FFA week, and it's a terrific time to celebrate farming youth. But it's not just farming youth that are part of FFA. Why don't you talk a little bit about that as far as FFA week and what it means to the organization? Yeah, absolutely. So this week is National FFA Week where we celebrate everything FFA, but also everything agriculture. Um, It's actually the 74th year for FFA week. So next year we'll have a big anniversary. It's also a time for our students not only to recruit other um, students who might be interested in FFA, but also to give back and to say thank you. So to say thank you for their community, say thank you to their alumni who served as mentors, say thank you to those sponsors, and just really kind of elevate agriculture as a whole and show how important it is to our world around us. You know, one of the things we find is that there are a lot more than, um, I, I think every year we find more and more students participating in FFA that don't necessarily grow up on the farm. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? It's interesting to see the the reach that FFA has had in our high schools and not only rural communities, but some of the new FFAs that are starting in urban areas as well. Yeah, absolutely. So this year, our reach right now is more than 735,000 members nationwide, including the U.S. Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico. 
um, as well as about 8,000 chapters. What we've noticed over the years is our membership continues to grow. And as you said, we're not just rural anymore. We're urban and suburban. In fact, we're in 24 of the 25 largest cities. And before you ask, that one large city that we don't have a chapter in yet is San Francisco. But you never know when that might change. Um, Right before the pandemic, we actually opened a chapter in Washington, D.C. So we were really excited about that. And we're really excited to see how enthused this generation is about agriculture and all of the careers that are out there. Because as you all know, there is a need for that talent pipeline in agriculture for new talent. And we are hoping that we're providing that generation who's going to fill those needs. You're listening to In Ohio Country Today podcast, part of the In Ohio Country Today TV show. And our guest is Christy Meyer, communications manager at FFA. Is it... Is it referred to as FFA um, National, or what's what's the organization that you work for actually called? Yeah, so I work for the National FFA organization, formerly Future Farmers of America. Um, they changed the name to FFA in, in the late 80s, and that was to really encompass all of agriculture. So to let people know that it was more than just production ag and more than just farming and all of this agriculture. So my role is I work a lot with our media friends um, from a national perspective. So that's what I do. I actually will have been at National FSA 20 years starting next month, Um, but my role has evolved a lot over those 20 years from just writing and editing, doing some radio, doing a little bit of video production, and it's just always evolved. And so I'm never bored. And I get the wonderful opportunity to meet so many of our members and share their stories that I really enjoy what I do. Well, let's talk a little bit about the organization itself. You're located there in Indianapolis. As far as the leadership is concerned and the people who are part of the board, what what are the responsibilities of the national headquarters, if you will, there in Indianapolis? Yeah, absolutely. So National FFA, what we do is we provide a lot of the guidelines for some of our other FFA chapters in states. So we have FFA chapters on the local level, then the state level, then the national level. And each has a little bit of their own role, but we provide a lot of conferences, a lot of curriculum, a lot of resources for our chapters. FFA is a student-run organization. It's student-led. We have six national FFA officers who are elected during our national convention. And during their year of service, they are out in the field. They're meeting those student members across the country, doing workshops, doing conferences, doing state conventions. And then during our national convention, we have delegates, our student delegates that represent the state. And they do the business of the organization. So they will bring issues that they feel the membership wants to have addressed. And then they will bring that to our board. And there will be recommendations to the board, and the board will decide whether or not we move forward on that. So our board members are very important to us. You know, they take those guidelines or those suggestions that our delegates have and see how best to apply them. Currently, we're working on a strategic plan for the next three years to continue to grow FSA and really make sure that we're a welcoming organization for all and really reach out all those populations who might not know about us yet and make sure that everybody feels a part. So together, we're making sure that agriculture and FFA is offering a place for everybody. Let's talk about that board. Who makes up the, the board at FFA? 
So we have a variety of individuals on our board. We have individuals that come from industry, individuals who come from education, um, and individuals who come from agriculture. So it's a very diverse group of backgrounds, and that allows us to see all the different aspects of the agriculture industry and figure out how best it suits our members of what we can do to continue to help grow those that talent pipeline and encourage our members to explore those career pathways in agriculture. And how often do the uh, the board members kind of rotate? Um, every couple of years, they rotate off. Um, right now, they meet. They'll have virtual meetings probably about once a month, but then they'll meet in person. Well, we're trying to be back in person, usually two times a year. Um, so, of course, that varied a little bit during um, COVID. There was a lot of virtual meetings, but we always stay in touch because, you know, things are always changing in the world of agriculture. So it's good for the board to stay in touch and know what we're doing and, and be able to listen to the board and what suggestions they have for us as well. You're listening to In Ohio Country Today podcast, part of the In Ohio Country Today TV show, and I'm Dan Wilson. And this week, our guest is Chrissy Meyer, communications manager from FFA National Headquarters in Indianapolis, Indiana. We'll be back with more of our interview with Christy. But just a reminder, if you want more information about our TV show, our podcast, and so much more, check us out on the web at inohiocountry.com. That's inohiocountry.com. We'll be back right after this. Dye Real Estate and Land Company specializes in farmland and recreational land throughout Ohio. A company for people who enjoy the rural lifestyle and looking to buy or sell their land. All of our land agents are members of the Realtors Land Institute and have extensive experience in farming and agricultural land business. At Dye Real Estate and Land Company, we'll work with you to tailor fit a plan that works best for you, your family, and your investments. Our services include 1031 tax deferred exchanges, land brokerage, land auctions, and CMAs and valuations for estates and planning. We are Die Real Estate and Land Company. Call us today and visit our website at dierealestate.com. Die Real Estate and Land Company. We know the land business because we live it every day. Alan Davis, business owner, active farmer. No one knows farmers' needs better than Alan. Give him a call today at 419-738-7447 and talk about total farm protection and more. Alan Davis Insurance Agency is your solutions provider for auto, home, life, business, recreational, total farm protection, and more. Call 419-738-7447. That's 419-738-7447. Pushita Creek Steaks, naturally delicious, antibiotic and hormone free. From fresh grass and grain fed, free to roam cattle, Pushita Creek is a family owned and operated 210 acre free range ranch right here in Ohio. And we take the time to custom fit your order to exactly what you want. For steaks, roasts, hamburger, pet treats, gifts, freezer boxes, and much more, check us out on the web at PushitaCreekSteaks.com. That's PushitaCreekSteaks.com. You're listening to In Ohio Country Today podcast, part of the In Ohio Country Today TV show, and our guest is Christy Meyer, communications manager at FFA. We're also celebrating FFA week, and each day there are specific things that the FFA organizations across the United States and here in Ohio celebrate. And let's kind of go through each one of those days 
and what they mean. For example, Sunday as part of FFA Week is SAE Sunday. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so SAE Sunday is our supervised agricultural experience. And what that is, is many of our members have a project that they really focus on, and it's called their SAE, the Supervised Agriculture Experience. And it can vary from what their interest is. Um, For some, it might be something in the community, working for a local pet store. For others, it might be raising animals. And it's an opportunity for them to take a business from the ground up and see where it takes them, to record um, business records, learn those lifelong skills, and really see how everything works, and then also get a mentor in that program as well. Because usually with your SAE project, you work with somebody in the community who could kind of help you along that way. Um, we found that there's a lot of SAEs that people delve into, like I said, from raising produce to raising animals to working on sports fields with turf grass management. So there's a lot of opportunities in the field of agriculture, and SAEs allow all of our members to explore what those careers could offer for them. So, Christy, Monday, as part of FFA Week, is service day, if you will. And it's kind of exciting, too, because a lot of these young men and women that participate usually take it to the next level after they graduate. So when they get involved in service, it's something that they take on for the rest of their careers in most cases. So let's talk about how important service day is. Yeah, so service is such an important part. It's actually part of our motto, living to serve. And we see that every year with our members of how they take that to the next level. And I always like to use this example. When everything happened with the pandemic in 2020 and COVID and everything shut down, we had chapters who took a moment, looked around, and figured out how they could help their communities. We have chapters who looked at the producers in their communities, realizing that they weren't going to be able to get those animals, you know, to the end consumers. And so they worked with local food banks. They raised money and then they gave that to those producers, took that protein and gave it to the food bank, which then in turn fed those people in the community who needed as well. So what we're seeing is our members know that there's always a community need and they're always looking for ways to fill that, ways to help. They're the helpers. Um, so it's always exciting during National FSA Week to see what different community service projects are being done. For example, our national officers are out in the field this week visiting different schools. And one of our officers reached out and said, well, today the chapter I was at, they made dog toys for the local shelter. Um, they just knew that was a need. And so they thought, well, here's something we can do and here's how we can provide it. Um, in Indianapolis, during our National Days of Service during our National Convention, we built free little pantries. And so this week, we actually found a location where we could plant one of those free little pantries. So on Tuesday, it was raining, but in the spirit of community service, we installed that pantry and filled it up so that neighborhoods now have access to food. So there are so many different ways that our students look for those needs in their community to serve. And we know that's going to continue on as they get older, whether it be in their careers or just in their communities, feeding that on through the next generation. That is so important. We're speaking with Christy Meyer, who is the communication manager for FFA. And of course, we're celebrating FFA week. And one of the days during FFA week, they celebrate alumni. So let's talk about how important that is to recognize 
not only the people in the past, but it also encourages them in the future to stay connected to FFA, right? Yeah, absolutely. Our alumni are such an important part for us, not only for that history of where they came from, where they are, you know, the possibilities where our students can go, but it's also important to know that our alumni stay involved and they give back. So many of our alumni then give back to their local chapters, whether it's volunteering or serving as a mentor, maybe judging a competitive event. So we greatly appreciate our alumni. So Alumni Day not only serves as giving information about alumni, but serves as an opportunity to thank our alumni as well. Also part of FFA Week is something that's extremely important. That's Ag Teacher Appreciation Day. You know, we couldn't have these FFA chapters in these various schools without ag teachers that are there to support it and to encourage them and to mentor them along the way. So how important is Ag Teacher Appreciation Day part of FFA Week? It's such an important part for us. We hear so many stories from our members about what a difference their ag advisor made for them. You know, that they might have been a very shy individual and their ag advisor saw something in them, suggested they get involved and help them come out of their shell. Or maybe their ag advisor helped them figure out what career path to take. Our teachers right now are so important to every student, and especially in our agriculture education. And what we find from a lot of our members is their ag advisors have played such a big role. We hear a lot of our members say, I'm going to go into college, and that's what I'm going to study. I'm going to study ag education, and I'm going to become an ag teacher and give back because my ag advisor made such a difference and such an impact. So we're so thankful for all of our ag teachers and all of our SFA advisors. They give so much time. It's so much more than an eight-to-five job. They're always on. They're always on call, and we're so grateful for them. It doesn't really seem enough just to think of one day out of the year. Now, of course, FFA Week also includes the opportunity for those who want to support the organization and these students. It's, it's an opportunity for them to financially get invested. So Thursday, part of FFA Week is Give FFA Day. Yeah, and Give FFA Day happens once a year during FFA Week. Obviously, we encourage people to give to FFA at any point in time, but really during FFA Week, that's one time where we focus on it. And what we have found is that day really is an opportunity for people to not only give on a national level, but give on a local level, right? Give to the local chapter, give to the state level, give to the various programs that they have a love for and that they know are going to make a difference. One of my personal favorite um, areas to give is the Blue Jacket program. And that program funds Blue Jackets for those who can't afford a Blue Jacket of their own. So we fund this um, area of Blue Jackets and people apply for it and tell the story of why they want a Blue Jacket in then we award those blue jackets. And you look on the students' faces when they get that jacket for the very first time and get to put it on them. It's almost like they're putting on a superhero cape. It is so rewarding. So having the ability to give back to the organization through Give Us a Day Day financially, even if it's just a few dollars, is so rewarding knowing you're making a difference in this next generation of leaders in agriculture. You know, it's it's very uh, cool that you mentioned that because it's a great segue when you spoke about Blue Jacket program as Friday in FFA week is Wear Blue Day. And we have to give a shout out to one of Ohio's own uh, producers, if you will, Universal Lettering, right? 
down the road from where we're at here in Wapakoneta, but they're up in Van Wert, Ohio, and they're the producers of those iconic blue jackets. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about Wear Blue Day as part of FFA Week. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there's such pride taken in that FFA jacket. And so that Friday, always an opportunity for our students to wear their blue jacket. But more than that, we also have a lot of merchandise as well. It's just that blue for FFA with those FFA letters. So if they don't want to have their official dress, they can always wear their casual wear as well. But it's also a great conversation starter. Those jackets are recognizable, whether it be during our national convention when we're in the city of Indianapolis and people remember the jacket, or we're in Washington, D.C. for the Washington Leadership Conference. Inevitably, somebody will see that jacket and it will either initiate a conversation about what does that jacket mean, or I wore that blue jacket. I used to be an FFA. Here's what my experience was like. That blue ties so many people together, and it brings out so many amazing stories in people. Boy, it really does. There's no question about it. Uh, That iconic blue FFA jacket really says something. And I know when you talked about the blue jacket program, trying to make sure that there's this – inclusiveness among people who are part of FFA. And that really just kind of ties it all together, doesn't it? It really does. It really does. You know, that, that jacket means so much to so many people. And for so many reasons on the back of that jacket is our emblem. And that emblem has so many pieces that talks about agriculture and what pieces of agriculture mean to us. And it just becomes, like I said, almost a shield or a cape for so many of those people that feel like when they put that jacket on, they can do anything. And it also helps to really make people feel part of something and feel really interested. You're listening to In Ohio Country Today podcast, part of the In Ohio Country Today TV show, and I'm Dan Wilson. And this week, our guest is Chrissy Meyer, communications manager from FFA National Headquarters in Indianapolis, Indiana. We'll be back with more of our interview with Christy. But just a reminder, if you want more information about our TV show, our podcast, and so much more, check us out on the web at inohiocountry.com. That's inohiocountry.com. We'll be back right after this. The new Ag Pack is here at St. Mary's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, your exclusive certified agriculture dealership. Ag Pack is a powerful package of farm and ranch discounts and incentives worth thousands of dollars, absolutely free. Stop by and see Dave Hager, your Ag Commercial Specialist, and ask about the vehicles, discounts, and incentives in the new Ag Pack. You get straight talk, real service, and the right price. St. Mary's Chrysler. Our farm department is committed to providing ag professionals the products, coverages, and peace of mind needed to run a successful operation. With our home office located in the heart of farm country, many of us have first-hand experience when it comes to farming, and we know how to take out the risk. Under one policy, we can provide total protection of your investment, from your home and barns to your equipment and livestock. We also provide an outstanding equine coverage from a homeowner with a single horse to a professional breeder and everything in between. Come join us and experience the Salina difference. 
Check them out on the web at salinainsurance.com. Harvest starts here with proper tillage from Great Plains, available at your local Apple Farm Service. Great Plains understands the true agronomic potential in every machine that comes off their line. Stop by your local Apple Farm Service to learn what Great Plains solutions we offer. Rodak and Midway Trailers are your source for North Star truck beds. When your job is tough, you need equipment you can count on every day. North Star has built a reputation for providing truck beds that work as hard as you and can withstand your daily grind. North Star truck beds are built with the most rugged users in mind, providing years of service to any owner. Remember Rodak and Midway Trailers, your source for North Star truck beds. With three locations to serve you in Delphus, St. Mary's, and Dayton. You're listening to In Ohio Country Today podcast, part of the In Ohio Country Today TV show, and our guest is Christy Meyer, communications manager for FFA. And of course, we're talking about FFA Week, celebrating our farming youth across the United States, and including the Buckeye State. Christy, FFA is more than just FFA Week. Let's talk about the things that you do year-round, like the awards and the competitive events in the different conferences that you're involved in. Yeah, absolutely. FSA has so much to offer our members and our ag ed students throughout the year. So we have conferences that many go to. Well, many went to virtually the last couple of years, but once again, we're starting to meet person. So they have that opportunity to go to leadership conferences in person. Um, but they also have award areas that they compete in, competitive events. Um, there's areas called competitive events, and there's areas called proficiencies. Proficiencies are tied into those supervised agriculture experiences that we talked a little bit about earlier in the conversation. So you take those projects that you're working on, and then you see what area that they fit in. You know, so that could be ag communications, it could be veterinary science, it could be wildlife management, it could be poultry. So you take that area of your SAE and you take that information that you've been working on so hard and you can apply for those permissions. Your career and leadership um, development events are a little bit different. You work more as a team um, and you work in different areas and you compete in different areas to show your skill set. Um, for our leadership events, a lot of times they're speaking events. So it might be speaking the FFA creed or an extemporaneous or or you have some of our team events such as floriculture where you'll be designing um, floral arrangements or you'll be livestock judging. So there's a lot of opportunities for our students to compete. And what these competitions allow for our students is for them to really explore all the different avenues in agriculture. There's more than 250 careers in agriculture and I think that's a lot of times what people don't understand is how diverse agriculture is and how many career pathways there are for people to explore. So through career and leadership development events and through proficiencies, our students are able to delve in a little bit deeper to those pathways and hopefully discover a pathway that they want to take for their future and what they really want to strive to do and what careers they would like to pick. Let's talk about that convention. You know, recently, of course, amid COVID, you guys did not have a convention, but last year you you were able to get back to Indianapolis, and what an exciting event that was. Let's talk about that convention, about getting these FFA members and representatives from across the country involved in that particular event, and what it takes for you guys to put that on. Yeah, so our national convention is probably a highlight of the year. Personally, for me, 
Um, I find it a highlight because I get to see all of these members in one location and it rejuvenates me, right? I get to see the spirit of all these students and how excited they are about FFA and agriculture. And it makes everything I do worth it when you see these faces and hear these stories. So in 2020, like many, we had to go virtual and so everything was done online. But in 2021, we made the decision that we were going to go live, um, that we were going to do a hybrid. We were going to be live in person, but we were also going to continue that virtual piece because we discovered that virtual component allowed people to attend pieces that they may not have had the ability to attend before. So it was a larger reach. So last year, we came back in person. We were hoping for maybe 30,000. Um, normally, we would get anywhere between 65 and 67,000. Um, last year, I believe our final number was um, close to 60,000. So wow. we did very well. Um, the students were so excited to be back in person, um, so excited to be able to talk to one another again in person and not through a screen. We talked to a lot of advisors who said they needed it. You know, they, they needed to be together. They needed to see one another. We had... Some pieces were not exactly the same. Our events, events were not exactly the same. We still did some of those virtual, um, just because of spacing and concerns of you know, protocols with COVID. We were a masked event, so we did require masks. And, you know, we just wanted to make sure that we kept our students safe and still have the opportunity for them. Um, we will be in Indianapolis again this year, um, and actually for the next few years. So, the opportunity during convention for students is so great because along with the competitive events, they're able to attend workshops, they're able to attend general sessions in the arena where they hear from their national officers, they hear from motivational speakers, they're recognized on a national stage for awards for winning those career development proficiency events. If there's workshops they're able to attend, and then we do community service events during that week too where they can give back. So there's just a lot of opportunities. Um, another area we have is our expo, where there's a lot of industry who comes and have booths, and then that allows our students to explore different career opportunities, right? Like what businesses are there in agriculture where they might be able to find a career or an internship, visit with different colleges who are there as well, and see what their ag programs are like. So convention really offers a lot. It's usually in the last week of October, so it's and it's also the time when we elect our new national officers. So I at the beginning of our conversation uh, that we're a student-led organization. We have six national officers. So our national officers are elected during our national convention, and then they serve for the year, um, representing our members, but then also going out into the field, talking with our members, presenting with our members, doing workshops, attending state conventions. So our national convention is really kind of the pinnacle of all of those career development events and proficiency events. You know, they compete on a local, regional, state level, and then they compete on a national So it's a wonderful opportunity for our members to be together, not only to learn more about agriculture, but to also network with other students who have similar interests from across the country as well as Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands. And, of course, before we let you go, we need to talk about those programs and resources that are available to those who are interested in FFA and, of course, the existing members of FFA? Yeah, absolutely. So we always encourage people to find out more information about the things we offer through FFA.org. 
um, it gives our students resources, but it also gives our teacher resources, and it lets them know about conferences that are coming up, how you can get involved in FFA, and also tells our story. We have a lot of information from our New Horizons publications um, that tells the different stories of our chapters and our members and lets people know what all, what all occurred. And in addition to that, we always encourage people to follow us on social media, um, hashtag National FFA, hashtag FFA Week, um, and at National FFA, we're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, all of the social media networks. So we encourage people to really follow our social media presence as well. And really just give agriculture a chance, I would say, you know, look at those resources, see what's out there, and just realize how important agriculture is to every one of us. You've been listening to the In Ohio Country Today podcast, part of the In Ohio Country Today TV show. Our guest has been Christy Meyer, Communications Manager at FFA. And of course, Christy, once again, if people want more information, what's that website? FFA.org. Christy, thanks again for joining us. We'll have a link to that site. And for more information, as always, you can go to our website at inohiocountry.com. That's inohiocountry.com. Have a good day, everybody.